Hello and welcome to another round of Two Old Guys on the Back Porch. I am Steve Scotch and we have the lovely and talented cat, that's C-A-T, picking and a grinning cat. What's happening? Hey, how y'all doing? We can be found on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and our premier podcast platforms. Um, this week we have two small town <laughs> shout outs. One is Rumford, Virginia, out there in King William County, near Central Gar- Garage. And the other one <laughs> is Berea, Kentucky. Berea is a little town out there in Kentucky, famous for their art festivals, historic restaurants, and home of Berea College, a little private liberal arts college. college. Giving y'all a big cheer. Thanks for listening, guys. As you know, alcohol is never in short supply here on the back porch, and it feels great out here today. We got a little taste of fall. Uh, you know, the nasty summer's going away. And actually, the last couple years, we've actually had fall. Um, a couple years back, it w- went from like 85 to 35 out here. So we're having a little transition period. It feels great. You know, speaking of alcohol, I heard this saying once. It goes, the ideal man doesn't drink, doesn't smoke, doesn't do drugs, doesn't swear, doesn't get angry, and basically doesn't exist. (laughs) All right, today (laughs) I'm doing my scotch on the rocks. And the rocks, you got to get that that cue ball size ice ball for your scotch. It's it's perfect. Love it. Kat, what you got? I've got me a nice seasonal uh, cranberry margarita. Hmm usually like to have some of these here in the fall months. Wow, sounds sweet like you, babe. Thanks, doll. All right, today we're going to do another podcast about something I know nothing about. Oh, Lord. And that's usually the best ones. And that is yoga. Okay, so guys, don't turn it off yet. Hang on. Yoga, it's a discipline where you try to find like the perfect union between your mind and body. And I myself, I accomplished that basically by drinking. And I've never tried yoga, but I do know it's like a combination of postures and breathing techniques. Is that right, Kat? Correct. Okay. Um, I don't know. There's a term called hatha, H-A-T-H-A, hatha yoga. It's basically the one for beginners. Yeah. It's It's like a slow pace. You know, if you're interested in giving yoga a try, First You're pretty class. much learning the positions there. I got you. Yeah. Um, like the breathing techniques, they just are there to increase your blood flow. Right. Okay. And the poses are like to build strength. Correct. And, and how relax. long do you hold them? Like for a minute or something? Is there it a It depends timer? on what type you're doing. I mean, half is pretty much you're learning the, the different poses and you're just holding for a few minutes you hold it as long as you can right all right and i mean vinyasa it's a flow like you're learning and then you're flowing into another position as and you then as you go you keep adding on to different positions there's some simple poses that you can do every day uh i just jotted down like the cat the cat cow stretches right cat Um, cow um The down, like the facing downward dog. dog. 
Okay, the low lunge. Right. Um, the child pose. Right. The rabbit pose, the flank, the triangle, and tree pose. It goes on and on warrior, and on. Warrior, you know. Right. And, and you warrior know two, warrior three. You don't have to join a class. You, you can do yoga right where you live. I mean, all you need is a little open space and a mat. And speaking of the mat, there's like different thicknesses. And, you know, if you go get one, get a good quality one, right, Kat? Like about spend about 50 or 100 bucks on it. Right. Okay. Now, if, if you want to get serious about it, then find a class somewhere. I'm sure there's one like 20, 30 minutes probably from your house. And the classes are an hour long. Yeah, usually an hour. Um, I'm asking Kat because she's actually done it. And they're what, like 15, 30 bucks a, a day? Or, I mean, an hour to do it? Um, usually I would spend about 15 per okay. class. Not bad. Anyway, I started when I was a little kid. There was a show that was called Lilia's Yoga and You that was on PBS. And I was a little kid and I would follow some of the poses and, and that round from the way 70s, back then yeah back in the 70s you would watch it on pbs and you could do the yoga along with lily right. and, and and ran for a good for almost 30 years wow i did not know and anyway i hadn't done it for a long time and then i was going through a lot of stuff back in fall of 19 uh, sorry 2019 or whatever and i was had a lot of anxiety and I was jumpy as a long-tailed cat in a room full of rocking chairs. And I just started going to yoga, and it, it was really great because it was a great stress relief for me. Yes. You know, look, if you join the class, you're, you're, you know you're going to put out more effort. Am I right? Right. Because you're in a room full because of people. Because you're, you know, it's peer pressure. There's an instructor there. Right. And, and it, there's a lot of different types of yoga, and Astanga, Hatha, Hat, and Giri, uh, Kundali, Power Yoga, Restorative, and uh, Vinyasa. I so, I know. mean, there's tons. I mean, not everybody's built or ready to go to do Power Yoga. It's but, like karate. It's like you get a brown belt, right, and but, you, know. you get a black belt. <laughs> you move up the ladder, but, you know, just say you go once a week to a class. It's going to get you motivated probably to do more at home, learn different poses um, than you were trying before if you're right. just kind of I floundering mean, at home. Just down the road, the, as we talked about, the goat yoga people. We're going to get into that. Well, anyway, they had some older ladies doing it, but they were in chairs That's you know from the right. retirement home, and that's they were cool. doing yoga with doing the goats. Doing what they could. Doing that's what right. they could, and, and that's yoga's approach is you know everybody's welcome. Yeah. I, I don't know if you knew this, but June 21st is International Yoga Day. They got their own day. And 84 countries around the world observe International Yoga Day. That's how popular it is. That's um, how popular. I mean, I did one whole series over there at the uh, Art Center. for It was for the first day of summer. We did 100 um, vinyasa, you know, flow through vinyasas. Hundred of them, wow. sun salutations, mm -hmm. and you know not everybody lasted all hundred or whatever, and they had different <laughs> instructors doing the countdown. But we, you know, that's how pop, you know, raise money for the art center. So, 
I mean, you'll hear, hear people say who practice yoga regularly that they, they feel less stressed out. You were just oh, yeah, talking about yeah. it. And, you know, nowadays you hear a lot of people complaining about anxiety and depression and all that stuff. So I, don't I, know. I think they should give it a serious try. Seriously, I mean, of all the classes I've ever been to, everybody seems really happy to be there. I mean, it's their go. personal time. One of the best classes I took um, was restorative. And restorative, you're basically doing nine poses, but you're holding those poses for a long period right. to try and relax your muscles. Right. And they aren't strenuous poses. So you're sitting there relaxing, and then you're flowing into another pose, and then that's another long holding of that pose. I don't know. It seems like... I don't know when it hit its peak, but maybe 10 years ago or so, it seemed like yoga places were <clears throat> popping up in every strip mall out here. You could find one, just you know, throw a rock in any direction. And about that time, I was working around Richmond in the city area, and I remember seeing like a large number of women, women <laughs> showing up in these park areas in the morning right? and doing it outside. And I mean, there was lots of women. And I, and I keep seeing women. I mean, men, you're welcome to do it, too. Oh, yeah. We've had several, you know, gentlemen I've been in with classes there. It just, it seems like when you see a yoga class, it's like maybe one or two dudes in there. You know, that's about it. I don't know. Um, I guess because yoga requires you to be very flexible. Well, no? I mean, it meets you. It meets you where you're at. I mean, Lori knew I was a runner and knew I wasn't going to be quite as flexible to everybody else. So she helped me out getting some of the poses I couldn't do, like a pigeon pose or something. They'll, he they'll help you to get there if you aren't starting at a flexible point to start with. I don't know. If, if I was a single guy, I'd definitely join a yoga class. <laughs> you see what these ladies are wearing? I mean, it's very tight, leggy things. Not much on top. I mean, the stretchy pants are getting stretched to the max. Oh, Lord. You know, tons of celebrities are into yoga. Madonna, Jennifer Aniston, Timberlake, David Beckham is a yoga guy. How about Matthew McConaughey? Well, a you lot know of he's into it. Yoga instructors also earn money doing what they call privates. Is you're doing one-on-one oh, wow. one okay. on one yoga. Well, all these cats, Ryan Gosling, um, Lady Gaga, Colin Farrell, Reese, the list goes on and on. They can afford the private classes, I'm sure. And it's really good for you. It improves your physical stamina, good for your gut. It uh, yeah. enhances fertility, uh, reproductive wow. health improves sleep that. cycle. All right, young dudes. Calm and happy improves your concentration, reduces stress, as we've talked about, and improves your immunity. Yeah, I mean, we're not going to get preachy on here, but uh, one of our mottos here on the back porch is just have fun with it, okay? Um, like Kat was talking about a little while ago, they have these little crazy yoga stuff going on now involving animals, okay? There's like, <laughs> Yoga with cats and yoga with I did with the goats. cat yoga. It was fun. So they're, the ladies are like doing their poses and doing this and that. And the animals are like crawling on their back and <laughs> hanging on their butt. And I, I mean, whatever. It's just they're having fun. Okay. That's all it is. It's and, part of, you know, recommuning with nature sort of thing. Yeah, it's like working out the kinks, you know, breathing in the good air, releasing the bad. I mean, I've never tried it. And I don't know. My job here on the back porch is just to encourage others. Encourage That's me to go. That's what you mean. <laughs> and, you know, it, 
and yoga, some of the places get hit really bad during the pandemic. I mean, there was at yeah, one point right. I was doing classes on Zoom. It's down right. in the basement with all my props. Uh, and the thing is, with the pandemic, also the props, we couldn't use all the same props that there at the studio. So we had to go buy all our props and bring them with them every time we, you know, went to do a class. If you were there in the studio or if you sat there at home and did it on the Zoom. Right. So, and that's been really rough. Yeah, I'm sure that did wipe a lot of them out. And people probably got to liking that Zoom thing where they could just, that's right. almost like having a private I mean, there were some classes where she would have people on Zoom. She would be instructing them and also oh, us okay. at the same I time. Yeah, I, I've got a steady workout routine. I do uh, 12 ounce curls five yikes. nights a week yikes, from yikes, 7 yikes, to 10. Yikes, but seriously, yikes. if you're trying, I mean, if you're thinking about trying yoga, you know, call up a friend, a family member, you know, maybe find somebody to go with you. Who knows? You know, it might change your life. You don't know. There's, you know, community yoga. They do it up at Montpelier. Goochland has a few classes over there. Why? I mean, there's a two yoga studios near us yeah like the i country. said the stuff they had in the park around the city was really cool it was like everybody be there at nine and i mean it's right like 50 there was or 100 people there was out there one thing it was called richmond yoga whatever where they were it was free and you would go yeah this, that's what i'm saying this stuff looked free right you know? all right there we go we gave you a shot at yoga it's your turn to pick it up and roll with it we're gonna roll right into one tough awesome lady and let's see this week it's a lady named Nellie Bly B-L-Y born in 1864 from Cochran's Mill Pennsylvania now as the story goes Nellie read a story in the Pittsburgh Dispatch that reported women were only good for housekeeping and having kids well, that didn't sit right no. with Nellie. Mm. Even though it was then, no. remember the time, 1860s. Okay. So she wrote a response to that article, sent it to the paper. The editor was so impressed, he offered her a job. Now, the first thing she sniffed out when she started working for the paper was the bad working conditions in the local factories. Well, the editor, he began to take heat from the local business, the, the dirty bastards who owned the places. Right. So he put her on these little articles about fashion and gardening, kind of girly stuff, right? Well, again, Nellie did not buy that at all. She, she went to Mexico now and started writing about the crooked government down there in Mexico. No, actually, really, nothing's really changed not down there. She changed. barely escaped with her life down there, okay? Now, here's the part of this lady's life that is totally brave. Okay, she had herself committed to an insane asylum where she wore, like, moth-eating clothes, eating rotten food, and she saw the patients just being just abused, right? But what disturbed her the most was some of the women weren't even cuckoo. Some, they, 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 just... they couldn't speak English. Oh, That's why they were in there. And, you know, a lot of people were still coming over right, across from... the pond here. And uh, anyway, she published this book. It was called Ten Days in a Madhouse. And it led to sweeping reforms in the treatment 
of people who are mentally ill. And uh, again, Nellie Bly was a, a pioneer in her field, launched a kind of new kind of investigative journalism right. is what she did. And that's why Nellie Bly was one tough, awesome lady. All right, this week, this drink, you might Oh, not, we didn't, we're going to do no, gonna what do, you watch. What are we watching? We were watching, now you watched it with me, The Love Boat Dating Show. Don't tell anybody <laughs> I watched that. I don't remember. Anyway, CBS, going back to their older demographic, let's say, they came up with this game, this dating game show. It's horrible. Okay. It's really horrible. They've got the Love Boat song going. Is they it got, on eight? It's on six. CBS. CBS. For those of you who don't know, Love Boat back in their day was like a, was that thing on for an hour? Yes. And it was a cruise ship and we watched it because we only had three channels and they had right. us on the Love Boat and like celebrities would come on there every now and then and it mis- had nine mischief seasons. would ensue. Okay. So anyway, so they've, they've come up with this scripted series based on the Love Boat. And you've got so many singles and females and males, and they've got your captain and your bartender and your activities director involved. And the worst part is Jerry O'Connell and Rebecca Romaine are your hosts of this. They're nice people. They're married. They've been married for years. There's a celebrity couple that's held it together. They're very cool. But they're on there kind of dictating whatever commentating as we go you know it looks like they have taken some from the bachelor and some from what is the uh, the love island and whatever other show it's you know and of course there's a what was it a send-off sail away where somebody gets left at the dock somebody gets booted every ground (laughs) it's it's brutal okay anyway we watched it it's horrible um they gotta do they've gotta do better than this (laughs) All right. Uh, change that segment to what you're not watching. <laughs> All right, today's cocktail of the week. Might not have heard of this one, but it's called the Vesper. Did we make one? No, no we're, we didn't make one. We're All right. Chase testing the other one. All right. Now, this cocktail, the Vesper, it's V E S P E R. I always spell stuff on this podcast because I don't pronounce words very well. Anyway, the cocktail is famous. For being ordered by who? James Bond. 007. Now, when Bonds ordered his drink, he would tell the bartender, this is, this is how he said it, three measures of Gordon, one measure of vodka, and a half measure of, I don't know what that stuff is. What's it called? Uh, Lillip Lilla Blanc. Okay. And that's really how you do it. But actually... It's named after a double agent character was named Vesper Lynn that oh, okay. Ian Fleming came up with. All right. Um, this one, you just mix it in a mixing glass with ice. And actually, this is, if you look this drink up, this is actually how it's supposed to be made. Not to dog James in any way. Do what you want. It's kind of the same thing, really. It's three ounces of gin, one ounce of vodka, which that's strange right there to put those two together. Yeah, it's like a that meeting of the minds. That thing sounds like it'll whip your tail. It's like, you wonder, you wonder what Ian Fleming was drinking that day when he came up with his with his oh, drink yeah. and what is this other step a half ounce of little blanc aperitif it's like a wine aperitif 
That's yeah. in the liquor store? Uh, I think you can get it at Total Wine and more. Not that we're doing commercials for them or anything. Okay. We do visit there quite a bit. All right. We have three ounces of gin, one ounce of vodka, half ounce of the Lillet. And you just Lillet. stir it up and pour it into a chilled cocktail glass, and bam, there's the Vesper. Now, you should garnish it with a little lemon twist, too. Yes, you should. James had and it's, it's a, you know, as you put the three together, it's a clear consistency. So it's, okay. it's reminiscent of a martini in a way. Gotcha. That's what I'm thinking. All right, the Vesper. Give it a try. All right, today we were bumpered in by an awesome lady from Edmonton, Canada, K.D. Lang. You know what the K.D. stands for? Catherine with a K. Catherine with a Catherine K. Catherine Dawn. Catherine, Catherine Dawn. Dawn Lang. All right. Six, she's 60. 60. This lady can sing. I'm not kidding. Four Grammys. Basically an icon in Canada. Um, I have her album Shadowland, which came out in 1988. That was produced by Owen Bradley. Um, Lock, Stock, and Teardrops. Black Coffee. Um, the song we were bumpered in today, I'm down to my last cigarette. These songs are freaking awesome. And um, she's won Juno and Grammy Awards. Yeah, I mean, she's such a talent. Um, I remember there was this iconic um, Rolling Stone cover of her in a chair getting a shave from uh, Cindy Crawford. Get out. That was the coolest photo. Yeah. Um, Absolute Torch and Twang. I got that album. That's an awesome title. I think that came out the next year, like 89. Right. Okay, that's like 33 freaking years ago. So not many good songs. Not that? that we're old or anything. I mean, Trail of Broken Hearts. She's got a song called Pulling Back the Reins, which that song is like in my top 20 of songs of all time. I mean, I love the lyrics, the vocals. I'm telling you, this Katie Lang can sing. When, when she came out of the gate, she kind of had this like – it's like a country phase, which I like, but she wore like like cow really Western-looking clothes. Um, and then as she progressed, she kind of got a little classy. Remember the song Constant Craving? Oh, yeah, Constant Another Craving. Another freaking Katie classic. Yeah. Um, I can't tell you how much Chantelaine. I like uh, Katie Lang. Just a talent galore. And her recordings, they're so stellar. Um, she's a big animal rights activist gay rights activist look katie lang was gay when gay wasn't cool okay um check out katie lang wherever you get your music and i guarantee you'll like it we always want to thank y'all for listening and we will see y'all down the road see ya when most folks retire you told me you'd call me but